This is the Go Pack Podcast with your host, Jessica Curtis. Today, we're delighted to have Michelle Tafoya, a longtime mainstay in sports broadcasting, joining us on the Go Pack Podcast. She's a record four-time winner of the Sports Emmy for Outstanding Sports Personality Sports Reporter and is the only person nominated in all 10 years of the award's existence. The San Francisco Chronicle noted that she is widely recognized as the best sideline reporter in sports. 11 seasons with NBC Sunday Night Football, four Super Bowls. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, it's so good to be with you. Thank you for that very kind introduction. Yeah, of course. Um, First off, let's just get to uh, one question pertaining to football, then we can move beyond that. But let's talk about the energy on the field. That has to be just insane to be reporting from the field at the winning of a Super Bowl or anything like that. So let's start there. Yeah, I mean, it is an incredible experience to be on the field. It's like you can't replicate it. You know, we try in television to bring the fans as close to the action as we can, whether it's through audio and video and all the kinds of replays that we do in the storytelling. But until you're on the sideline and you see the speed and feel the velocity of the tackles and and understand the size and strength of these guys, it's hard to explain it. And yeah, in the wake of a Super Bowl victory, it's just emotional and high energy and there's really nothing like it. I I don't expect to experience anything quite like it again. You came in and spoke at our conference last month here in D.C. and and talked a lot about courage. The message you presented resonated with myself and, and I think anybody that was listening in the audience. It got me thinking of my dad's line that he said to me over and over in the entirety of my life. No risk, no reward. Tell tell our listeners, how did you get into broadcasting? Well, you don't just wind up at NBC without doing a lot of work along the way. And I knew I was walking into that amount of work when I started this dream of becoming a sports reporter. And I really did. My ultimate was to cover the NFL. And along the way, I covered everything from college basketball to (laughs) table tennis at the Olympics one year. You name it, I've covered just about every Everything. No hockey, however, but it was a risk. I gave up everything. I had just got my master's in business as sort of a fallback. And I said, I just want to do this. I want to try this. And I left Southern California and went all the way across country to Charlotte, North Carolina. That was a risk to take a job in radio. I really believed in myself. I really believed that if I started at one place, I could work my way forward and up the ladder, if you will. And I just worked exceedingly hard every single day, researched, make sure I out-prepared everyone so that if I was at a press conference or an event, I would be ready for anything. And, and I maintained that work ethic throughout my career. So from a start in talk radio to just suddenly landing at CBS Sports uh, when they experienced a big change in personnel there, and then over to ESPN ABC, and then to to NBC and Sunday Night Football and the Olympic Games and so forth. It was one step at a time, one day at a time. You go through a lot of criticism, uh, public criticism. You've got to have a thick skin, and that's something that only develops with time and with experiencing that kind of criticism. So there was a lot to it, but it all felt worth it to me. The risk was worth the reward, and I just believed that reward was going to come. Absolutely. So so what made you decide to, to get out and, and dip your toe, if you will, into the, the crazy world of politics? You know, after 9-11, that 9-11 really changed me. It changed my perspective on our country, on the world. I started really paying closer attention 
to politics. I started reading a lot about history, American history, world history, uh, studying up on biographies, autobiographies, uh, Ben Franklin, Up From Slavery, you know, Booker T. Washington, a lot of really influential books that I just poured over. And I got married and I had children and that changed my perspective as well. So in about 2018, I just I felt so badly like I wanted to be part of the conversation. And when you're on a network's top property, which was Sunday Night Football, they don't really want to invite controversy. And so, and I knew that, and I, that's what I signed up for. So I didn't do a lot of public speaking. I didn't do a lot of, you know, politicking, if you will, but I knew I wanted to, and it just kept pulling at me and pulling at me. And I finally just, uh, I gave my notice actually in 2018, but various circumstances just kept me going along and going along until we got through this last Super Bowl in February of 2022. And um, I was ready. And, you know, it was a decision that was a long time in the making. And I was very ready to to walk away when I did. So the Go Pack podcast, our audience is a lot of legislators um, serving currently and and for folks that may be considering taking the risk and, and running for for office what suggestions do you have for those uh, those folks that are listening today just about you know getting into politics or taking a stand on an, on an issue you feel strongly about? I would say that, you know, right now in our culture, there's this notion of being canceled if people don't agree with you. And I think enough people right now are standing up to that and saying, no more, try to cancel me. You can't. And saying, I'm entitled to my opinion, too. This is America, for God's sake. And it frustrates me to no end that people want to shut down speech from other people they disagree with. Rather than debate, rather than have civil discourse over an issue, People would simply rather you shut up. We can't allow that to happen. We absolutely cannot allow that to be something that is a force in our society. And so if you're ready, if you're on the brink of being ready to stand up, I would say there is a coalition of courage out there. There is a growing coalition of sanity, if you will, and join it because there will be a lot of people to to support you. I think it's growing a lot as we speak. Absolutely. And and what would you say or, or tips you would give to, to particularly female that might be interested in getting involved in their, you know, local uh, school board or, or city council or, or anything like that? Some tips for the women out there. I would say find your courage. Everybody has it. Everybody has a source of courage in them. Tap into it. Find it use it. Even if you stumble once or twice, oh gosh, if I only had a dime for every time I stumbled in my career and I just kept going, just keep going. And by the way, I I never really wanted to play the woman card. I, I just thought of myself as a professional broadcaster, a journalist who was competing with everybody. And I didn't think of myself as, oh, but I'm a woman, so I have less of a role here or I don't belong or, you know, why put that hurdle in your way? You are as capable and as strong as any human out there, no matter what your race is, no matter what your religion, your background, your ethnicity, no matter what. Each individual has strength, has power, and has courage. And it's there. Acknowledge that, first of all. Know that you have it and just 
discover it and use it. And it does take practice like anything else. You don't lift one weight and become strong overnight. You got to keep lifting and keep progressing every single day. So, you know, make that goal. Improve your courage 1% every day. Practice it. Believe in it. It's yours. Possess it. It's your power. Don't give it away to other people. That's the worst thing you can do, especially as an American. Absolutely. You said it. I I, I chuckled to myself while you were talking because I'm like thinking of my upbringing. I'm the daughter of a, a construction worker and yeah. uh, my my mom and dad instilled in me at a very early age that I definitely deserve a seat at the table and it doesn't matter what table yeah. it's at and, and I can exactly. run circles around any anybody out there, um, which, which I, I mean, it is why. I'm where I am and and you obviously have have the amazing career that you've had. So kind of along those lines, what's next for you? Are we going to see your name on the ballot at some point? here? <laughs> oh, gosh, I've gotten that question a lot. And sure. I have thought about it. I have thought about it. I currently reside in Minnesota and I've been asked and asked to run for a variety of offices here. And part of me would really like to because I do think we need sane mature, I hope I'm saying a mature, voices <laughs> in D.C. and in, in government across the board. And um, I, somehow, I, th- I, mean, I remember Dr. Condoleezza Rice saying to me one time, what have you got to lose? We can't, you know, otherwise it's, uh, all the goons will hold office. <laughs> and I remember her using the word goons, and I love that. And, you know, it, it's true. There are plenty of them. We all know who they are. And so, uh, you know, yes, I've thought about it, but I'm doing this podcast, Sideline Sanity, in which I am trying to uplift voices that feel the same way I do about things or have civil debate with people I might disagree with on certain subjects. And that's what I'm doing. I'm hoping to reach enough listeners to expand this coalition of courage, or as Barry Weiss calls it, the coalition of the sane. I think there are more of us out there than we realize, and we just need to encourage each other to stand up and and stand for ourselves. We've been bullied by the left for a long time. And it's funny, I just got an email today from an old family friend who said, it seems like the left, we, we weren't looking. He said, they, they t- took over when we weren't looking. We were enjoying all the fruits that America has to offer and we weren't paying attention and we've gone so far left. His fear is, can we get it back? And I believe we can. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm, I don't know, but I believe we can. But it, it, we need every individual who's willing to stand up for the greatness that, that is America. Exactly. And and we, as a as a party, can't can't roll over and, and uh, not, no. not, not fight for this. No. So where can folks that are interested in listening to your podcast, where can they find it? Well, they can find it wherever you download your podcast. And, you know, you can always go to michelletafoya.com. It's Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, tafoya.com, T-A-F-O-Y-A. It's not as intimidating a last name as it sounds like or looks like. But there, um, the Salem Podcast Network is, is my main platform. But Spotify, Apple, wherever you get podcasts, you'll find it there. Sideline Sanity. And I hope you'll listen. We've had everyone from Ari Fleischer to Jerry Baker from the Wall Street Journal to Tony Dungy, the Hall of Fame head coach, to Bob Costas, to just a number of really interesting people. Some of them really well-known, some of them lesser-known. We talk about everything from China to race relations to transgender in sports, a lot of different topics. And we try to be just very 
insane. And that's the reason I wanted to call it Sideline Sanity. I love it. I love it. Michelle, this has been fantastic. Good luck with the snow. And, and I, I thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we can get you back on here again soon. Michelle Tafoya. I'd love to do it. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. This has been the Go Pack Podcast. Learn how we're educating and electing a new generation of Republican leaders at GoPack.org.